Hello and welcome to episode 164 of the Naked Tech Podcast. It's a show that gives you everything you need to know about consumer tech, the internet, and all things serial number eight. I'm your friend, Jeff Kim. My name is Calvin Lee, and I've got to be very careful today. Be ca- I told you, I told you once, Calvin. <laughs> just be careful with life, you know. It's 2021 now. Happy New Year, by yeah. the way. Happy New Year, everybody. And didn't January start with a bang? No pun intended. Um, the reason why I have to be careful is because I fixed my microphone. And what I realized is a common problem with the microphones that we have, which is the Yeti Blue microphones, is the jack for the power gets loose over time because it uses a silly USB micro, I think. Um, so if I move too much or hit the table by accident, I might cut off the microphone. All right, no, no smashing of the tables yeah. tonight, Kelvin. No getting, no getting angry about our predictions for twenty twenty one. Yes, well, that's what we're going to focus on today. It's the first week. I think we're still in the first week. Just, uh, just. We, maybe we'll start off with uh, last year's predictions, Kelvin. Um, yes, you, you may. So, so just be careful because you may, <laughs> you may bang the table. Uh, I certainly will. I. Don't think I have had any problems. We are using the same microphone, so maybe the warning is for me as well. We'll just see. Yeah. Don't kill our microphone. All right. So 2020, uh, oh, so easy to predict. Back yeah, in yeah. January 2020. Yeah. Wow. What a, what a world. That was, that was a thing, wasn't it, in the before times? Mm, yeah. Actually being positive about something. That was mm, a thing. Mm, mm. Yes. And it's all changed uh, this year. But um, let's just cover... Oh, well, okay. Let's just set this up because... We do this every year. It's a bit of a tradition for us. Um, you know, I think it's for fun, but also I, I take it quite seriously. Um, although I have not got gotten one right ever, I don't think. I, I think that's a sign a of a good. I think that's a sign of a good prediction. <laughs> okay, you know, roundabout way. Um, so I'm going to start with yours. Um, if I don't, I don't know if you want to bring it up on the screen as well, but it was actually what, episode one thirty-five. If you want to have a look at that, one thirty-five. You keep talking. Uh, yeah. So well, I'll start with mine. Um, so I, I got to be a little bit careful with this first prediction from last year, but I said the death of ring doorbell. Um, <laughs> that was a big bow, <laughs> a big big bow, just because uh, I just did go to ring dot com and it's still definitely there. <laughs> still there. Damn it. It's still there. Still there. Still going strong. Uh, I also said um, dark mode will be a thing. And the way we were going to quantify that was that google.com on your web browser of choice would just appear dark if you have native dark mode on. Another big bow. Yeah, I think, it, I think that would have been too much, even though, you know, I can imagine that one change probably saving everyone so much battery because, you know, the brightness of your screen impacts um, your battery life. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just maybe the app, maybe maybe the Google app one day will go all dark. It probably does actually. Oh no, it does that already. So, so the mobile yeah. that's been the case for a couple of years already. Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, I think the Android is Google an app on Android, or is it just part of the OS? No, it has. It's, it's an app because it's there are app. the okay. Samsungs and the um, One yeah. Pluses of the world. It still needs mm. an app. So I think I think this could still happen, but. Um, yeah, obviously, yeah, I think you're right. It'll freak too many people out. Now, I did have a quick look earlier tonight, and um, there are plenty of plugins and extensions available on Firefox and whatnot um, to, to just switch that, but it's not a thing. Twitter.com has actually, like in their preferences, you can actually 
set it to dark mode, um, which is kind of kind of cool. Um, and I'll just finish off. I, I said Apple will buy HBO <laughs> in twenty twenty. Another bibal. <laughs> yeah, look at HBO Go. Right, I mean Mm-mm-mm. that's not going to happen. Um, yeah, Apple might buy smaller streaming services. Uh, who knows, right? They 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 just need content at the moment, so we'll see what happens. Um, I'll go through my predictions. Number one, Valve will launch Half Life in the second half of 2020. Nope. Twenty um, third of two, March. I got it on the screen. <laughs> wait, third of March, 2021. Is that is that the is that when it's coming? No, no, no. no oh, it, 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 came, it oh. came out. This is yeah, Alex, yeah, yeah. yeah, Alex. Alex, we're talking game. about Alex. That's right. Um, yeah. So I was not close. Um, the next iPhone will not have USB-C ports. So I was right there. Um, I get a bump bound because I also said Apple will build a gaming device. Uh, that didn't happen. Um, and number three, Project Artemis will launch with a view of putting a man on the moon in 2024. Mm, launch is a bit of a... Mm, I, mm. I don't think anything launched as in physically launched. The project launched... Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to be funny there. Uh, um, yeah. So I mean, that may still prediction? happen. Yeah. Well, well I think what's you, their prediction? Twenty twenty five. Is that right? Oh. Uh, I mean, that's uh, possible. That's possible. I think. Um, but yeah, it's it's a hard one to say it's going to happen this year, or yeah, in the next twelve months, right? Uh, but I think yeah, like obviously the project has launched. Um, they're, they're working on it. I think, you know, putting a man on the moon, like that took, uh, I think, 15 years back in the 60s. So <laughs> we'll see how we go in the in the current age. Um, yeah, so, mm, yeah, probably grade ourselves a F for these yeah. collectively. Yeah. Well, like they say, bigger and better things in 2021. Mm-mm. Um, something you did say because I, I, re- I re-listened to that episode uh, the other day, and um, you, you tend to say that my predictions are like for a couple of or maybe three or four years into the future. So mm. I was just looking back at our, you know, even further. Um, yeah. 20, 2019, I believe I said Apple will announce AR glasses. What episode was that? Do you know? That was uh, episode one hundred and fourteen. Or, oh, right, let's have a look. 50, 50, 50 episodes ago. Oh, I like the cover art. Check it out. Um, yeah, someone made okay. that. So, 2019 predictions. Um, you said Oculus Quest, Quest to be launched in June 2019. Did that happen? No. Nope. Um, Apple will launch a new iPad mini. I think I got that one right. Yeah. Um, yeah, you said AR glasses. Android Q will just be Q. Half a point. Um, <laughs> Spotify and Audible will. Did that happen? No, I don't think so. Did it? Now Spotify uh, and Audible release a choose your own adventure style game slash book. Not not exactly to that. I think that was based off the Bandersnatch uh, Netflix show, which I really but, enjoyed. Um, yeah, so I, I I think my you know where my head was at uh, was there'll there'll be an audio version of that, but um I thought that could that could work something interactive while you're commuting or something, but I don't know if if I think about it like I've been listening to a lot of Audible and it's it's a very passive kind of activity. Um, it's, as soon as you're 
like if if my hands can allow well can be allowed to do something i'll probably be doing that and you know not really listening in so the only time i can listen to audible books is like when i'm running or driving mm. yeah 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 so that's not going to happen uh my last mm-hmm. prediction was chrome will drop below 50 percent. forget it um <laughs> it could happen Mark- i mean there's there's been a lot of lot of hate on chrome you know recently no very 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 heavy product right now no okay no i don't think so all right go down there right. dolphin <laughs> 2021 let's do it oh okay jim we're gonna we're gonna take turns here yes um all right i'm gonna start with a very this is almost cheating i'm gonna start off with a very mm. easy one so Ooh. i think this is almost confirmed already but in 2021 apple will have 120 hertz displays on all of their models for 2021 oh so not just the oh. pros Oh. So that that's the little little thing I'm gonna add, add there uh, because you know that's, it's, that's hardly a prediction. Exciting. It's a little bit like your USB C prediction, I think, from last year. But um, I just wanted to get one. I just wanted to get one. Now the reason yeah. why I think that isn't as safe as you think it is, hmm. they don't have to settle on 120. Um, the one thing to take away from the iPhone 12 is obviously 5G, 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 5G. But it's not 5G. 5G isn't perpetually on all the time. It only mm-hmm. kicks in 5G when it needs the data output. I don't think Apple will allow you to go 120 hertz all the time because it will kill the battery along with the 5G um, reception that you're going to get on the iPhone 13. Mm-hmm. It could be 90. It could be 110. Okay. It could be, you know, the, we're, uh... we're talking about max refresh rates. It could be 90. So 120 isn't that safe of a bet. What are the iPad Pros at the moment? 120, I think. Yeah. I mean, that's... Yeah. So I feel like they've been holding back for phones. And mm. I guess... Well, I mean, I, I feel like the the community, tech, tech community are saying this is pretty much in the bag, 120 hertz. But I'm mm. going to say, like, for all four models, if they stick to the pattern of this year... Um, so what, I don't know, there'll be 12 S's or 13s. Maybe that's yeah. another prediction, 13s instead of 12 <laughs> S's. Um, ooh, 12, 120, hmm, missed opportunity for this year. Uh, but yeah, um, that's, that's my first one. Okay. No, I like that. Um, my first one has got a slight Apple sort of spin on it. Um, so as we all know, um, Apple's uh, new M1 computers based on the ARM architecture has been very well received. So my prediction is that all major PC manufacturers will have an ARM PC. So I'm talking Chromebooks, Samsung, Dell, HP. They've all tried a little something in the past, mainly Samsung and Microsoft, mm-hmm. but you haven't really seen the Dells and the HPs of the world um, come up with something that they're marketing quite heavy so what i predict will happen in 2021 is um they will all have a mainstream product line uh a laptop mainly on the arm uh architecture and and we've spoken about arm a few times arm is basically going to replace uh well it has replaced it for for mac all the intel chips that we know of so at the moment those chips are based on an architecture that is 30 years old known as x86 ARM is all new. If you look at your phone right now, it's based on an ARM chip. Um, hence why there's so much excitement about it because 
there's so much innovation and investment on ARM because they're being used for phones that now people are looking to it uh, for your PCs because, you know, it, it takes a lot less power to run at the same speeds. So I think, you know, that that might happen in 2021. All right. So for that to happen, though. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Now go on. For go that on. to happen, though, Windows will really need to pick up the game. So I've got a quick clip here from Linus just talking about what Windows, and this is from October of last year, in terms of what Windows is doing to push ARM along. Yes. Microsoft is planning to solve Windows on ARM's biggest flaw beginning in November. In a lengthy blog post, this is crazy. Microsoft outlined plans for future ARM development, including a new native Teams application and 64-bit x86 emulation support. Super cool. Super cool. Yeah. Super cool. <laughs> I, just thought I, I just thought I'd throw that in there. So it's funny how Teams is like the first... It's the number one Microsoft like product now for, for them. You know, when they think about new things, they're like, oh, Teams has got to work on that. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. um, so what that basically means in terms of x86 emulation is all software um, developers and publishers will have to retool their software to work on this new architecture, just like everyone is doing for the MacBooks right now, the new MacBooks. Mm -hmm. So with that emulation, they can actually run their existing software on the new ARM PCs. That makes it easier to develop, but also, you know, you can take your time. Things will still work on these new ARM PCs. Right. So I think it's called Rosetta. Is that the Mac version of that? That's right. Rosetta That's the 2, Mac version. Yeah. Correct. The emulation. Hmm. Interesting. Um, so I'm just trying to sort of tease out the actual prediction you got there. Mm. Is it was that uh, the major manufacturers will have ARM instead of Intel? Ooh. No, I think sense. they're all going to have an ARM line. So I think HP oh, okay. will have an entire line of laptops based on ARM PCs, and so will Dell. Um, because at the moment, I can't find anything on Dell or mm -hmm. HP. So okay. let's come let's come back in 2022 to see if they have them. All right. So those are the the markers, HP and Dell. Mm -hmm. Half a point if you if if it's one of the two. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. I like it. I like it. Um, okay. I will move on to my second one. <clears throat> now we're going in, back into space. Um, mm -hmm. I thought I'm, I'm almost copying you from last last year, I know. <laughs> uh, so SpaceX, um, late last year, and I, actually I, I did want to talk about this in a separate episode altogether, but um, I think it was around my birthday, yeah, early December, uh, serial number eight. I mentioned that in the intro just now. Um, that was the, the Starship, uh, I guess, uh, prototype of sorts, and there, there's been eight up until now. And that was the, the one that actually launch it went up to uh 12 and a half kilometers into the sky um and it, it did a bunch of maneuvers as, as it tried to slow down because you know the whole thing is meant to land back to the launch pad uh that as you know unfortunately did not happen as as they had hoped but um you know you know the the big headline is that the the starship blows up but this is just a prototype and um you know they, they can very rapidly uh, that's the key word there, rapidly um, produced these prototypes. So this is seen as a success because he actually went up there and he was actually very close to, um, you know, landing properly. And they, and they understand why it didn't work properly. So hmm. um, before I tell you my prediction, here's just a funny, funny clip from a guy from Tom Carroll. 
uh, I just discovered his uh, YouTube channel, obviously, and um, I, I quite like his style. He goes into space, uh, general technology as well, kind of up my alley, um, but he's just going to talk to you about um, this terminology that the SpaceX and Elon Musk has come up with. They really do embrace failure as like an opportunity to learn. Even releasing a video a few years back that was just a highlight reel of all of their failures, which are also known as rapid unscheduled disassemblies. RUD, rapid unscheduled disassemblies, is uh, what, what, what it's known. Explosions? That's right. <laughs> if you want to disassemble a, a, you know, a prototype, that's how you do it. Mm, um, now, so going into my prediction um, for 2020, um, so just uh, be mindful that serial number nine is uh, launching next week. Ooh. So it's it's a you know that they've been preparing this uh, even before the the last launch. Um, can you call it a launch? I mean, it is a launch, right? It's they they call call it a hop. So they'll go again and hopefully maybe go up to the same height or altitude and maybe it's a successful landing so they're trying to improve so my my prediction waffling on a little bit is that uh there will in 2020 there will be a serial number prototype that goes into what's known as suborbital or suborbit um, and that's sort of where the international space station currently is that's at 408 kilometers so um I, mean, I just looked this up, but uh, apparently suborbital range is between 160 kilometers to 1,000 kilometers. So I think they can achieve mm -hmm. that, definitely go up there this year, but the you know, the trick would be landing it properly. So my prediction is they will be successful in getting up there to suborbital range and landing successfully. Okay, okay. Yeah. No, no, I think that's clear. I, I, think, I think the whole rapid disassembly is going to work against you, but, you know, mm -hmm. we'll, we'll see what happens. I just got uh, another... Yeah, I just got a quick follow-up clip from Tom as well, um, and this might actually, you know, convince you even more. The pace that they're creating these things is just crazy fast. And Elon Musk has said in the past that he wants to be manufacturing one each week, and maybe even as fast as a 72-hour turnaround. And on top of all this, the first super heavy booster is also already being built, which could lead to orbital test flights as soon as early next year. So that was, yeah, Damn. that was obviously last year. Damn. Um, Damn. <laughs> so, yeah, 2021, maybe March, April, they, they could, like, they need the boosters get into that suborbital range. Um, so if they can do that, this is huge. Um, and, you know, you're talking about Artemis Project, you know, this, yeah. this could, this could uh, be fast-tracked even more. Hey, let the space race begin. Yes, your second Kelvin. Yeah. My second is Disney Plus will hit 100 million subscribers. So let's have a look in terms of where they're at right now. Um, there is a very small club of streaming services with 50 million subscribers or more. This is more. global numbers? I believe so. So I'm looking at Wikipedia right now. Um, Netflix, Prime Video, Tencent video, Baidu video, and Disney Plus. Mm -hmm. I'm going to exclude Prime Video from this race because all it takes to have access to Prime Video is an Amazon Prime account. And I feel like that's basically half of the US. <laughs> so I'm going to exclude them. I'm also going to exclude Tencent and Baidu because we know very little about those services. We don't get access to them and we have no idea what their content is like, even though it does say that you can actually get a Tencent and Baidu video account 
from anywhere in the world practically. Mm -hmm. um, the reason why, there's, so Disney Plus is currently sitting at 86.8 million as of, I think, November. Um, the reason why I think 100 million is not easy is because if you look at all the other streaming services with at least 10 million subscribers, you've got your Hulus, you've got your YouTube Premium, you've got your CBS All Access, you've got your HBO Max, and of course, Apple TV Plus. Mm -hmm. It's not as straightforward as it seems, but because of what we went through with their upcoming library and so many, you know, like the Warner Brothers of the world actually throwing their movies for 2021 on streaming only, um, it's going to be a big challenge for Disney, even though they have all this stuff coming out from Marvel and Star Wars, etc. So my prediction is 100 mil um, and they're going I don't think they'll surpass Netflix. Netflix is currently at 195 mil. Um, but I would love to see them crack the 100. Mm, I feel like that's fairly easy. I mean, like, if the theory is uh, these people, extra 14, 14 million that, that needs to subscribe in the 12 months, they, they have to come off some other service, then yes, maybe. Because do they add up? Um yeah, I, um, I just feel yeah. like it's it's more more than the sum of its parts. You know what I mean? I think there'll be the market is growing, um, yeah. especially yeah globally. And because I like to do this to myself and throw in bonus predictions, why don't I say if you, if in twenty twenty one if you add up CBS All Access, HBO Max, which is currently at thirty mil, I'm gonna say HBO Max and CBS All Access will hit fifty mil. Combined, combined. Let's just yes. throw that in. If it's that, if if okay. if Disney Plus hitting a hundred is too easy, I will say CBS All Access, HBO Max will hit fifty. Well, let's uh, let's bookmark that page that you got on the screen, mm -hmm. and we'll just come back this time next year. We'll <laughs> too easy. Evaluate. Too easy. It's an easy <laughs> All right. one. Okay. All right. Staying on theme, Kelvin. My third mm -hmm. and final prediction. Um, mm, I'm not sure how to word this exactly, but um. Given the, the the mess of HBO Max and Warner Brothers and AT&T and the bloody comms tele, telco moguls that just decided to kill cinema. Um, and, you know, a couple of episodes ago, we talked about how the ex exhibitors, the, the theaters and the cinemas uh, will likely need another revenue stream. Mm. Mm. Now... Um, you know, and you know, I think last last time we also talked about all the things that are coming on Disney Plus. What what if? Maybe, maybe this is more as a what if than a than a prediction. But what what if uh, some cinema chain? It doesn't have to be America. Um, probably less likely in Australia, um, given the market. But else, some somewhere in the world, some cinema chain will uh, have some almost like a subscription service to watch uh, these shows like the mandalorian in mm -hmm. the cinema oh yeah that there will have to be some sort of licensing deal with with the cinema chains but um i mean like uh you know mandalorian what if you saw that on the big screen is it i, th I think it still works especially isn't, the music yeah yeah because isn't the mandalorian um oh god I've, what's that huge cinema called again um, IMAX. What IMAX? Isn't that IMAX ready? From what mm. I gathered, out of out of point. But you know, I, I see where you're going with. How much would you pay though? 
is my question. I mean, if it would be, you know, if it's like a half an hour episode, right? So it's it's it has to be quite affordable. Um, is do you think there's a demand? Like, um, are these more for the people that are not subscribed to Disney Plus already? Uh, I think there'll but, be yeah. demand for marathons. For example, mm. watch the entire season of Mandalorian uh, in a cinema and make it a, make it a whole day. I feel like yeah. it needs to be bigger than just 45 minutes, an hour, um, or even, you know, uh, half a season or something. It just has to be more than just an episode, I feel. Mm. Maybe maybe a double episode or something like that. Mm. Yeah, that, I just... Um... I was just thinking about how, you know, the the market will change as a result of uh HBO Max. Um now like the in terms of the prediction, I mean the Mandalorian probably won't come out till December this year. So, like I have to pick a show like I mean what if it was like um some of the 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 HBO stuff, the Warner Brothers stuff that's not really we don't, we don't have a HBO Max in Australia, so um, will Foxtel have some sort of deal with the cinemas? You know, what if it was that? So may- maybe this, the prediction is like some show that's kind of like made for TV will be in the cinemas. Uh, I feel like you'll stand a better chance of Netflix organizing something mm-hmm. because, you know, Foxtel isn't known for its innovation um, in this country. Whoa, so... shots fired. We know people that work there, <laughs> Calvin. Yeah. Okay. About that. Uh, we just lost our one listener. Um, I, I think. I think for you, for your prediction to work, I think it would have to be a major streaming service to launch a show in the cinema. Mm. Okay, that's that's a bit of an out there one. Uh, mm. I think it's possibly hard to track as well. Uh, but I will. I will keep an eye out. Alrighty. The last and final one for the show. I predict. Google will finally launch its Pixel Watch in 2021. So this has been rumored since the Pixel 3. Um, Google has a watch OS that it gives out to the like of, you know, uh, Fossil and other manufacturers to use, but it's also not the best. It's pretty bad, in fact. It lags. Um, it doesn't have, you know, good integration with hardware providers, etc. So I feel like it's time for Google to make a dent in a different sort of product line that is dominated by Apple. Um, the the Pixel phones didn't really do much in 2020, so I feel like they need a, a, a new wave of products. And the Pixel makes sense. Um, what we also see here from the Tom's Guide article is, uh, and I forgot about this, they also bought Fossil, the... Um, design watch uh, brand. I think we spoke about this on the show as well. I think it was 133, mm. and, uh, what, what, if I remember correctly. So that hasn't really provided a product as yet. Mm-hmm. Um, here is some sort of concept art um, by a designer. Um, it kind of looks quite funky. It's bright. It's playful. I think, And I think that's what that is the right market for this. Like definitely don't go too high end like the Apple watches because that they are quite expensive. But, you know, for example, currently right now I have a Fitbit Versa uh, that is not too expensive. It's quite playful. So I think that's the kind of watch you want to put out mm. there that we can reach a lot of people. So I think it could be a really popular product. I think if they do what they did for phones when it came to Nexus devices, which was really affordable and they do something similar for watches, I think it could really take off. Um, 
so you know hopefully that happens mm. now correct me if i'm wrong but google bought fitbit isn't that right yes i forgot about that that's right as so well is it so, so is the prediction like specifically the branding of pixel watch Yes, so Google okay. will manufacture its own watch, and obviously it'll have um, Wear OS, um, and hopefully it costs around two hundred USD, which I think is a good mm -hmm. price. Now, would you like maybe this is your follow up prediction, but mm. do you think this will work with an iPhone? Uh, I think I think I'm going to say yes. Mm. Um, App Google hasn't always been as precious about its ecosystem as much as Apple. I don't think anyone is uh, when, when you compare yourself to Apple. So I think it'll work, but you know, the Apple ecosystem will lock it down just like yeah. it locks down Fitbits, et cetera, from being able to reply to messages and whatnot. So yeah. there will be some sort of integration, but it won't be great. Yeah. Now, I mean, uh, the last, uh, I want to say six weeks, I've, I've been really loving the Apple watch um, with all its integrations. Um, it's accurate. Um, I, I did, uh, in December, I did have a bit of a health problem, and I did. Um, mm -hmm. I was hooked up to all, all these devices, uh, hospital grade <laughs> devices, and I was actually comparing. Oh, yeah, heart rate exactly the same. Like no way, eighty seven, cool. eighty seven. You know, so I, I believe in the the sensors there. Um, now, the other thing that I'm really getting into, just just you know, for my health benefits, is to track everything as well. So even my VO two max, which they call your cardio score now. Um, that that data is is quite valuable in terms of you know how you're tracking and every every like it's almost like instant feed, feedback it's a feedback loop where you you do a run um and you kind of you know have a feeling of how how well you've done in the run and the the cardio score is kind of corresponding in the in the right way so like i'm really loving that um now i'm bringing this up because like google health data some some sort of like there's a there's a health app in, in the apple ecosystem but i know there's there's something similar for google is, is yeah, that google as fit. good as no apple, uh, google fit it's not it's not very it's good ru okay. it's rubbish um so i think that's going to be the problem, killer thing with this watch totally agree um i use samsung health because um i can put my finger on the back of my s10 plus uh, onto the camera and it tracks my vo2 max so it, it, it still comes down to the hardware. Um, if, you know, Google doesn't know what phone you're using, whether it be a mm -hmm. Samsung or a Pixel or OnePlus, it doesn't know what sensors are available. So yeah. that's where Apple will always have an upper hand because mm -hmm. it can integrate everything so tightly and all the, the you know, the sensors are, you know, they know what the sensors are, so they know what to calibrate the software to, et cetera. So I don't think you'll ever get that level of integration unless there's an app out there you know, in 2021 that comes up and says, hey, I've found a solution to sort of tie it all together. But mm -hmm. you're right. I think the app is the killer missing piece here. I mean, I feel like, uh, and I'm maybe talking completely out of hand, but I feel like Google's not really integrating Fitbit, you know, like it, it's a separate entity altogether. So I mean, like Fitbit must have like so much data on people right now, up to a billion people. Maybe I don't know how, how popular Fitbit is. Mm. I mean, my mum has a Fitbit, right? So that's the the litmus test for everything um, for me. But yeah, like uh, I think Google, you know, can copy Apple in that way, and I think it, you know, I'm sure they uh, recognize that. But um, yeah, execution-wise, it's hard to do.
Yeah, totally. So yeah, that is the end of our predictions episode for 2021. If you think you've got better predictions, please tell us on any of the social networks, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, you can also find all the other 163 episodes on our website. That's thenakedtechpodcast.com. And that's Calv out. And that's Jeff out. Ah, another year, another set of predictions. How many have we done? Since 20... We started. Have a look. Five, six years ago? 20... Did we start 2014 or 2015? Hmm. I'm about to tell you. I go to one, does that work? Yes. 2015. 15th of January. Wow. Is that six years ago? Mm. Six years next week.